0: Welcome to Rethinking Youth Ministry, where each week we hope to raise the bar for youth ministry by asking questions, Interviewing thinkers and having real honest conversations about what it looks like to lead the next generation. I'm CJ, and this week we're doing things a little bit different because this is our final episode of 2018 and it is our Christmas special for the year. So, in the middle of this very busy season, in the middle of the hustle and bustle of what's going on at church and in your ministry, we wanted to pause and instead of having another conversation, we wanted to just share our encouragement, our thoughts. And our hopes for you for 2019. So with that, we wrangled our team and a few of our friends to to share a couple of minutes each uh, uh, what they hope for you heading into this new year. So get ready to laugh, get ready to cry, uh, and then get ready to question yourself when Stuart Hall shares what he's about to share. So this is going to be a lot of fun. And so let's just go ahead and jump in.
1: Hey, it's Brett, your third favorite host from the Rethinking Youth Ministry podcast with a few ideas for you to think about in 2019. The first is check in with your leaders. I know that that's probably a pretty general thing, and I hope you're already doing that. Here's something that we ended up doing in my last ministry that was really helpful. We created an online form, kind of a survey, that we sent out to leaders every six months where there was a whole mix of different questions. Some of them were like, hey, between one to five, how well are you connecting with parents? Between one to five, how well are you connecting with students outside of programming? Uh, And then there were obviously questions, hey, what are some big wins from the past six months? Hey, what's one thing that we can help you get better at or equip you more with? And so it gave them a chance to kind of share where they are and we would kind of let them know that, hey, this isn't a performance review for you, but this is an opportunity for you to kind of have some self-reflection. But it also, when we had one-on-one conversations and sit-downs with them, it absolutely was invaluable information for us to know, okay, let's talk about some better ways for you to connect with parents or, hey, I noticed that you only put two out of five stars and that you're passionate about leading your group right now. What's, what's going on? What's leading to that? So it, it absolutely helped inform those pieces. So, so checking in with your leaders and maybe having some good background information instead of just sitting across the table or making a phone call and saying, hey, how's it going? Because then we usually turn into like our middle school selves and it's like, fine, it's going, it's going well. So it gives you more information for those. Another one is to write thank yous. I'm always terrible at thank yous, but people have been giving you and your ministry so much time, so much energy, so much effort, whether they're your regular volunteers, whether they helped show up for that fundraiser that you had, or they helped drive people to this thing or that thing. So at the beginning of the year, while you have some time, hopefully just be intentional about writing some thank you notes. They don't have to be books. They can be postcards. They can just be just something to acknowledge the people who have given some time, energy, and effort. Um, A, it makes them feel good. uh, And B, if we want to get really strategic, it probably makes them more likely that they're going to say yes the next time you ask them to do something. All right. And the last thing is to think about being a curator over being a creator. I'm a creative person. So if 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 I don't have some sort of creative outlet, part of me dies a little bit on the inside. So I'm not saying that creating things aren't important. But what I am saying is the culture and the time that we live in, there are so many things that are already out there that are already A, ready to use, or B, you can use your creative time and your creative space and your creative energies into contextualizing them so that they work best in your context. Because I'm telling you, I don't know how many hours I wasted in ministry of creating inferior products and inferior things that already existed, inferior resources that that already existed somewhere that, yeah, maybe weren't perfect for me just to print and give to my people, give to my students, give to my leaders. But instead of spending eight hours creating something that wasn't as good, I could have spent two hours finding something and then adjusting it contextualizing it specifically for my community, for my people, and it would have had a far better impact and it would have freed my time up to do some things that only I can do. So don't just be a creator, but also be a great curator for your community. So hopefully this Christmas season has been great for you. I hope you have an awesome Christmas. Enjoy the time with your friends, with your family. Soak in the moments that you have with them and have a great new year. And hopefully things don't get too crazy for you. See you on the flippity flip.
2: Even if 2018 was a year that you kept repeating, I did not sign up for this. My prayer for you as you move into 2019 is that you would have a renewed sense of purpose. Remember why God called you to step into the lives of students and families so that you get to walk with them on their faith journey. I pray that you would feel the presence of Jesus in your own life and truly be surrounded by the peace that He gives. You know that peace that fills our hearts and calms our souls, the peace that can't be purchased or achieved? May that peace replace the panic, fear, and uncertainty so that you can walk into 2019 head held high, ready for ministry that God has called you to. I'm Charlie Condor, and Merry Christmas.
3: Merry Christmas! Hey, guys, it's Crystal from Orange and from Rethinking Youth Ministry. And as you head into the season, I just want to tell you what you do every week matters so much. And I don't mean like it matters in eternity, although it does. What I mean is it matters right now, because here's the truth. A teenager is not going to tell you that you're changing their life while you're changing their life. So trust me, it's happening. And that doesn't hinge on how you feel about it or what you can see right now. Because how you spent the last 365 days, you can't know the value of it. You can't know what you prevented. You can't know what seeds you planted. You can't know what minds you changed. You can't know what hope you created in a kid. You can't know what kid is going to be different when they're 35 because of that one thing that you said when they were 15. It all matters. And next year will matter So as you head in out of this year and into the next one, my prayer for you is this, don't miss this Christmas. Don't let the programs and the presents and the general just chaos of it all keep you from connecting with your heavenly father personally and remembering the miracle that was done in you personally. Guys, nothing we plan is so important that we should sacrifice our time with God personally to go serve God professionally. It doesn't work like that. We have to have one to have the other. And Christmas only happens once a year. So don't miss it.
4: Hi, this is Marco from the Youth Cartel. Merry Christmas! Uh, If I had one hope that all youth workers would embrace in the new year... My hope would be that you would allow God to grow you in the two most important skills for thriving in youth ministry in this era in this epic in this culture that we live in today you know for so long we said hey if you want to be a great youth worker you got to uh, be a kid magnet and be have great relational skills and you've got to be a good upfront communicator and be able to speak or preach and uh, and you've got to be a, a really good party planner no one would say it that way but that's kind of what it is right you've got to be able to put on good events and it's really helpful if you can play a, mu- a, a musical instrument too and lead worship and all of those are Nice skills to have, but I firmly believe with the changes that have happened in our culture over the last decade, the two most important skills for a youth worker in 2019 are being able to discern the leading of the Holy Spirit and responding to unique context. Those might surprise you. Here's what I mean. Your best brainstorming for youth ministry, even though it might be wonderful, will never lead you to as great of a result as if you can figure out how to tap into God's dreams for your ministry. And that means we have to develop our discernment muscles. And for many of us in the Protestant world, that's not something we're very good at. And so I want to encourage you to figure that out. The best is when you can do collaborative discernment with other people. What is God calling us to embrace in our ministry? How can we move toward that? And then, in this splintered and tribal culture that we live in today, we can't just copy great youth ministries. That used to kind of work in 1986, don't work no more. Instead, you have to figure out, like an anthropologist, what is our unique context and how can we be responsible to our calling by creating a a, a ministry? ministry expression that's responsive to our culture. You guys, everywhere I go in the world, the best youth ministries are weird. They know their uniquenesses and they celebrate them. So fly your freak flag and have a great new year.
5: Hi, this is Sarah from the Orange Students team, and I just wanted to come and give you guys a little bit of encouragement as we wrap up this year and head into 2019. So fun fact for you guys, I actually hate the end of the year because I always feel pressure to have big expectations and goals for myself, and for some strange reason, that feels like it's setting myself up for failure. So what I like to do for the new year is set the bar really low so I know I can achieve it. So that's my advice, set a really low bar for your life. But for that reason, I like to make goals around things that I already like doing. I love reading and I love podcasts and I love documentaries and just learning in general. So something I tried to start doing more of these past few years and I want to keep getting better at and something I want to encourage you all to do this year is to get outside of your bubble. Start looking for voices and organizations and people that don't necessarily line up with you in the way you already think or in the way you look or in the way you believe or in the circles you typically run in so maybe that's reading authors of the opposite sex or from a different race a different political party or even from a different country or even a different genre of book than you typically read a different denomination or even a different religion and along those same lines I just want to encourage you guys to do some reading for fun don't let reading or podcast just because I have to for learning purposes read something you enjoy So that's my encouragement to you at the end of this year and headed into the next. Find some new voices to start listening to and see how it might change the way you see the world around you and the ministry you're involved in. That's it for me. And I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas.
6: Hey everybody, this is Chef and I just want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. I know you're in the middle of one of the toughest stretches in youth ministry and I want you to know we are thinking about you, we are praying for you and we just uh, are looking forward to spending next year with you. So this Christmas I hope you get some time uh, to yourself to take care of you and the loved ones around you. And as we head into 2019, I just really... I really want you to know that um, we're big fans of you. You live in a world where you feel the magnitude of what you do every day. And we're surrounded by folks who are busy and don't necessarily feel that same magnitude. Sometimes it can feel like you're not appreciated. And um, we just want you to know that we appreciate you. We are working for you. We are praying for you. And we can't wait to spend 2019 together. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas.
2: Hey, this is Ashley from the Orange Students Team. And as you finish out this year and prepare for the next, this is what I want to share with you. I've always and still struggle with slowing down enough to take care of myself or check in with myself. I mean, I love to get things done and I do a lot of different things at once. So rolling into this past year, 2018, I was nursing a few different injuries. In fact, I had let them get to a point that I was forced to slow down because I couldn't keep going. I spent a lot of 2018 at doctors and physical therapy appointments, in and out of a walking boot, and ended up even having sinus surgery. Personally, it's really been a draining year for me in that sense. So my encouragement to anyone listening would be this, take care of yourself. Whatever it is that you've been putting off, stop long enough to take care of it. I get it. You have a lot to do. You don't want to drop the ball on something or let someone down but I'm learning it's not worth it. Don't let you down. You're the only one who is going to advocate for you. So as we roll into 2019, what is it that you need to slow down enough to address? Maybe it's finding a counselor or meeting with a financial planner to get yourself out of debt, or maybe it's scheduling that appointment you've been avoiding, or calling the person you've been avoiding, Maybe you need a clear time in your schedule for the one thing you've been meaning to make time for, read the book that was recommended to you months ago, or maybe just take some time off work. Why? Because you have a lot of life ahead of you, and 2019 might just be your best year yet.
7: Hey, my name is Stuart Hall. I get the honor and privilege of working alongside my mates, Casey, CJ, Brett, Sarah, Ashley, Crystal, Chef, Tyler. And I'm sure I'm leaving somebody out. But you've gotten a chance to meet them this year in some way, shape, or form. I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a happy and prosperous new year. Not in a Star Trek kind of way, but uh, I definitely want to hope that you do well. (laughs) One thing that when I was asked to do this little Merry Christmas thing is I started thinking about all the things that I learned this year. Um, and so I want to thank all the incredible theologians, thinkers, uh, doctors, lawyers, uh, Twitter people, Instagrammers, um, and even the special people that I get a chance to work with, even though they constantly berate me about how old I am. Um, and and so I just wanted you to kind of think about these things as you head into 2019. If there is a God, you owe him more than just a morally decent life. Studying leadership is way easier than leading. Bossy is a totally gendered word. They call the same behaviors in men leadership, take charge and get it done and reliable. So don't internalize that bullcrap. The truth is love is not blind, it's not a battlefield and it's not the sun or the moon or everything we've loaded onto it. It's just a word until someone gives it meaning and I want to thank Kelly, Grant, Chandler, and Cameron for giving it meaning to me. It is an evil thing for you to be such an expert on perceived weaknesses of your brothers and sisters in Christ. Leaders who don't have a time to read are leaders who don't make time to learn. Telling a 12 year old girl you're a beast out there on the field is not a compliment. You just told her she's the worst part of her favorite movie. No 12-year-old girl wants to be the beast, the monster who is ugly as a punishment. Treat responsible failure as a learning opportunity and risk is easier. Treat people like tools and you are one. Life is not... Can I say tool on here? Life is not the way it's supposed to be. Life is the way that it is. And last but not least... A corn dog is a meat Twinkie.
0: Have a great 2019. Merry Christmas. Hey friends, CJ here again. And before we wrapped up this episode, I wanted to share my thoughts with you as well. And I've actually got a twofer. I've got uh, something for you personally, and then something for your ministry. So uh, we'll start with the ministry one. And from one small group leader to a ministry leader, or one small group leader to maybe another small group leader, if you kind of snuck into this episode and you're, you're a listener of our podcast, is uh, not to forget the the, the power of your encouragement uh, from a ministry leader to a small group leader, and then from a small group leader, even up to your ministry leader. I think sometimes we get so wrapped up in you know the routine of what's going on week to week, and we get so wrapped up in, hey, the way I keep my volunteers is more swag, more t-shirts, more this, more that, uh, when honestly, I think sometimes the best thing is just, hey, reminding your small group leaders, you're killing it. You're doing a killer job. I just wanted to let you know that. I can see that. I noticed that. And then, hey, if you're a small group leader your ministry leader needs that too. Like sometimes leading a ministry can be very lonely because uh, people assume that they know that they're doing a good job. They they know that, they, that the talk last week was great, but hey, your words are powerful. Even though you're not on staff at a church, doesn't mean that your thoughts don't matter. And so, hey, share with your ministry leader that, hey, you're killing it. You're doing a great job. I love being a part of this ministry. I love serving underneath your leadership. That is huge. And the second thing I wanna share is on a personal, level. It's a personal thing I've learned this past year that I want to share with you. And and that's this idea that that no margin equals no peace. And what I mean by that is, is one thing I've learned is that when the space between what I'm capable of and what I'm doing, when there is no space between what I'm capable of and what I'm doing, then I have no peace. When I can work 12 hours in a day and I work 12 hours a day, then I don't have peace. When there's no distance between Uh, what's on your calendar and what you can be doing, then you are not going to have a very peaceful life, right? And we talk about this a lot. You know, we talk about it on this podcast. You hear about people talking about, you know, creating margin in your life and work-life balance and that kind of a thing. But sometimes it's just easy not to take it to heart. And I've really tried to take that to heart this year. And I want to encourage you to do the same. And the way I do that and the way I've learned to do that over this past year is to not let tiredness and busyness be a badge of honor in my life. You know, when you hang out with friends, everyone always talks about how busy they are and how tired they are. Or I got four hours of sleep last night and it was like, oh, wow, you're still, and you're still kicking butt. My challenge for you for 2019 is to never tell anybody how tired you are and how busy you are, because sometimes I feel like we share that uh, as a badge of honor. And instead, let, let peace and let margin be the badge of honor that you carry into 2019. And that is my hope and that is my encouragement for you. So... Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Rethinking Youth Ministry. We are going to be taking a few weeks off here as we uh, rest and uh, enjoy our margin uh, with our friends and our family for Christmas and for the new year. But don't worry, we will be back with you in 2019 in January. And between now and then, check us out on social media because we're actually going to be featuring some of our most popular episodes and clips from from 2018 on our social media. And uh, you might have missed something. So follow us there and we'll be posting stuff there. We'll still be active, even though we won't be posting in our podcast feed for the next couple of weeks. But don't worry, we'll be back with you soon. So between now and then, Check out RethinkingYM.org, and that's where you can find links to all of our social media and to our Facebook group where we will continue having conversations, continuing the discussion around what it looks like to rethink youth ministry as we wrap up 2018 and head toward 2019. So from all of us here at Rethinking Youth Ministry and Orange students, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and we'll talk to you soon.